What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. Well, Paul Anderson Walsh is a teacher, author, a broadcaster, an international speaker and a church leader. And he's the founder and director of The Grace Project, a charity based in England. And Paul is in town this weekend speaking at the Until Christ is Formed conference at Living Grace Dianella. But he joins me on the phone right now to explain why. G'day, Paul. G'day. How are you? Very good to talk to you, John. Nice. Thank you for having me on the show. Nice to catch up with you before you get to Australia. Look, first of all, Paul, let me ask you, what, what is The Grace Project all about? What's the vision? Well, um, the strapline of the Grace Project, John, is to discover who you really are. And um, I guess what that's suggesting to you is that we think that many, if not most believers, have not really yet discovered the truth about who they are. And actually, worse than that, in the absence of not understanding who we really are in Christ, we're left to kind of live out our own life by our own resources with the inevitable consequences of burnout and disillusionment. Mm. So I guess the purpose of the Grace Project is to be able to support and encourage people who have mistaken Christianity for a religion and to help them to uh, reframe and rediscover Christianity as a relationship with Christ. And I guess finding that crux of the relationship in Christ and finding out who we are will give us new direction, perhaps. Well, I think that's right. I think because, you know, I think so much is certainly in my country what we see is for many of us, we feel that the Christian religion is almost like... um, me being a little bit flippant, but it almost feels to, to, to many of us as though it was a kind of sin management system. <laughs> and the whole notion of Christianity is just about making sure that you follow the rules, keep your head down, keep your nose clean, and then one, one day, you know, if you've ticked all the boxes, you'll go to heaven when you die. Mm-hmm. Whereas the gospel seems to offer an altogether more exciting idea about than that. It certainly doesn't seem to be saying to us it's a sin management system. Uh, it seems to me that Jesus is saying, listen, um, I've come to give you life. Uh, and give it to you in abundance. And it seems to us that there's a kind of trick that we've missed, which is this notion that we think that being a super duper, you know, being a great Christian is to be kind of supernaturally, whereas actually the notion of Christianity is you're naturally supernatural. Mm. And what we go through our Christian life, so many of us being uh, missing completely, is that actually it's no longer we that live, but it's Christ that lives within us. And what we're wanting to explore, John, and we'll be exploring uh, with you folks in, in Australia in the lecture in the week, is this whole idea of what does it mean to say that Christ is my life? What does it mean when we say that it's no longer I that live, it's Christ that lives within me? What does that mean when Jesus says, I am in them and they are in me? What does that oneness, what does that union with God really actually look like? And we think it's something altogether more spectacular, uh, altogether more mysterious, altogether more, I don't know, daring, fantastic, um, bizarre than this rather mundane idea of a sin management system. It sounds amazing, and I'm looking forward to to hearing what you have to say about that. My guest is Paul Anderson Walsh, a teacher, author, and church leader. Paul, I see that you're often called upon to comment on issues on BBC radio and television. What sort of issues have you had to address? Well, it's interesting. I, I, the, the BBC would normally call me for to, if we want if they want to talk about identity type of issues. 
so for instance a couple of nice examples where I was um, asked to go in and do the world news for them was around things like you know the lady called Susan Boyle who she is oh yes absolutely so when, when, Susan, when Susan Boyle was on the X Factor um, there was a really big conversation about you know the disconnect between how she looked and how she sounded so I was asked to come and talk to them about uh, the notion of identity and because I do some part of my corporate work is about branding and helping people to actually put their messages make their messages consistent with with their values and so on so we had that was one of the examples that I would have talked to the TV about another one was when um, the issue with Tiger Woods came yeah. to the surface and so I was asked to talk about that and to talk about you know the road back for him and it's actually really interesting because they asked me to come on as a professional so that they don't call me as the sort of um, the go-to vicar which I'm not anyway but the go-to <laughs> spiritual person they call me as a business person and um, what's interesting is what comes through quickly for them is the notion that I talk about spiritual identity and it's, it's very interesting how you get access on the television to do that some might do that or um, I used to do quite a, a fair amount of social justice type stuff on the television because I used to be the chief executive of a social justice charity called the Stephen Lawrence Trust which was a, a, a trust that was established after the racially motivated murder of a young man in London and I was the CEO and I was, my, um, I was driving the narrative around moving the conversation away from simply the criminal justice to social justice to this notion of how do you really actually improve the life chances of people like this young man, Stephen Lawrence. Mm. So, those, so I would go on for those, those kinds of things. So if they've got an identity problem, a social justice conversation, a commentary on a kind of wider piece around uh, those sorts of things, they tend to, to, I'm one of the people they tend to call. Wow. My guest is Paul Anderson Walsh, who is coming to Perth for a conference very soon. You're with JD on 98.5. I want to broach a, a few more questions with Paul. We'll do that after this song on 98.5. It's JD on 98.5 on nights. My guest is Paul Anderson Walsh. We're talking to Paul from London before he jets out to Australia for a conference right here in Perth. Now, Paul, I see that you've worked with you know, sports people and actors and singers and musicians and business people and mm-hmm. others. What sort of things do you do with them? How did that come about? Uh, it's, well, it's, it's funny. The kind of the genesis of it is quite a, it, is a kind of long and, well, it's, it's, it's a kind of one of seemingly accidental stories. But um, I used to have a financial services practice for many years ago I was in the uh, investment space which is where I came I worked originally for, an, for a merchant bank and um, we had a particular practice where we're due to a lot of the friends that I had just socially um, our practice was rooted in professional sports and uh, entertainment and as the practice started to develop and as I began to become more interested in kind of in my spiritual life as opposed to just my corporate life I moved away from doing the um, financial services stuff to more doing the coaching and um, mentoring stuff for the sports stars. And so what was happening was eventually as, the, as that process kind of moved fully into its place, I was essentially the one that would be doing all of the coaching and um, some counselling. Um, and interestingly enough, what was happening there, John, was that all that work was around the identity, around mm-hmm. pe- helping people figure out and come to terms with who they are, helping people, and famous people, interestingly, deal with issues around acceptance, deal with issues around self-esteem, deal with issues around their self-image. It was fascinating work. And, um, yeah, we was, we, so I was, I was involved in that for a while. And, um, I, I, to be honest, on and off, I still do some ad hoc stuff with folks that are still from that, from that space. And, but they're more sort of friends that we're really more connecting with on a much more, you know, not on a, not on a professional basis, but just more on a kind of, um, without, and this will sound terribly pompous, and I don't mean it to sound pompous, but more as a sort of, sort of trusted advisor, sort of 
and actually for most of them know would would be defined as a sort of trusted spiritual advisor for them mm. so that's yeah that's a real privilege actually yeah i was gonna say it's a privileged great place to be in isn't it um paul one of the oh. issues that you're going to tackle while you're here in perth uh, there's a seminar on wednesday called brilliant on purpose what's the thrust of that well see that, that's an interesting uh, topic the the notion of purpose is becoming a subject that we are becoming more and more interested in talking about in the business community. So if you can imagine, um, John, when most businesses call people like me into their organizations, what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to talk, and this is very, very typical, they're wanting to talk about a strategy. So they're wanting to say, what are the things we need to do in order to win? So strategy is the notion of what do I need to do to compete successfully? And they will have all their plans and their charts, and they'll be doing this, and they'll be doing that. And so what our conversation with these businesses about is about saying, okay, before you start thinking about how, let's take a couple of steps back. And the couple of steps back would be, let's ask three other questions first. Question number one is who? So that is about identity. So the question you're asking there is, who are we as a community of business people? Who are we? What are we we our core? The second question is, why are we? And why are we is purpose. And if I'm not clear about who I am and why I am and what I believe, which is question number three, which is my values, then there's no point in me thinking about how. But if I'm really strong on the notion of purpose, what I quickly discover is that if the why is strong enough, and I mean compellingly strong, then you can not only live with any kind of how, but you can figure out how. But if you're not clear about the why, that becomes a really big problem for people. So what we've seen, certainly our experience is, if you want to take an organization where for many people, um, they kind of drift through their organizations. So many people are employees of organizations, even interesting, even vocational organizations, and we begin to lose sight of the why we're there. Um, Purpose gives you direction, whereas strategy just gives you directions. And the greater the sense of purpose, the less likely there is any uh, drift or apathy. So the notion of talking to businesses about purpose is helping people understand what is purpose, and purpose is about intention plus social contribution. Mm. So the notion of pulling those two ideas together and getting a business refocused around its purpose and actually recognizing the fact that businesses are needing to go back to kind of almost excavate and reframe for people the purpose, the reason why we're around, is incredibly powerful. And, and we certainly find that, that when people's identity is clear, their purpose is clear, their values are clear, then getting the strategy together is a pretty straightforward thing mm. uh, for organizations to do. But purpose is, is, is key. You're with JD on 98.5 on nights. Uh, my guest is Paul Anderson Walsh. Now, Paul, in Perth this weekend, the conference is called Until Christ is Formed. What's the main mm-hmm. thrust of the message for that? So um, I'm in the process of writing a, a trilogy of books based on 1 John 2, uh, verses 12 through 4. I thought 2, 14, excuse me. And John says in the letter, he says, he describes these, what I call the three phases of the Christian life. What he calls the, he says, the little children, I write to you. Young men, I write to you. Uh, and then fathers, I write to you. And so I've written two of the three books and those and under the series Until Christ is Formed. And they're about the child phase of the spiritual life. They're the teenage phase of the spiritual life and the father phase. So 
The book on the child phase is called Safe and Sound. The book on the teenage phase is called Grace for Grown-Ups. And the book on the father phase I'm just working on at the moment. But the thought comes out of this idea from Galatians 4. So the model is from 1 John 2, but the thought comes from Galatians 4, where Paul says, Little children, for whom I'm again in anguish of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. Paul says, I just wish I could be present with you to change my tone, but I'm perplexed about you. He says, look, tell me, you who desire to be under the law, don't you listen to the law? Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the thrust of the series, the whole teaching series, is about saying, look, the Apostle Paul was his whole ministry, his whole life obsession was about helping people to have Christ formed in them and to understand the Christ life as opposed to trying to live a life like Christ. And Paul said, and it's the notion of what does it mean to have Christ formed in you? So the whole conference is about me bringing together the concept of the three phases of the Christian life into our kind of, into our discussion and our talks over the weekend so that people can see what it means to have Christ formed in us. And John, the, the, the reach is amazing because if you think about what Paul says when he's talking in Ephesians, he makes this most extraordinary statement. He says that he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, and shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Now, listen to this. For the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to the mature manhood, to the measure and the stature and the fullness of Christ. So for Paul, to have Christ fully formed in you means that by the time Christ is fully formed in you, and this is where it starts to get interesting, because Christ is already fully formed in you, but you and I don't necessarily understand that, (laughs) that the reality becomes you are Jesus Christ in John Donahue form as much as I am Jesus Christ in Paul Anderson Walsh form. And when we both figure that out, we'll stop trying to compete with each other and say, my holiness is better than your holiness, (laughs) and we'll just honor and serve the Christ in each other. Yeah, fantastic. That's a lot of food for thought there, Paul, and uh, look, really appreciate your time today. (laughs) Paul Anderson Walsh is the the founder and director of The Grace Project. If you want to hear more, he's in town this weekend at Living Grace Church in Dianella. Uh, We've got a link up on my show page on the website, 985.com forward slash nights. Paul, so glad that we've heard a little bit of your identity today and uh, hope you are are blessed as you share this weekend. Really appreciate your time. You're so welcome. We're so looking forward to being back in Australia and it's our very first trip to Perth, so we are very excited. A dear friend of mine who's travelled the world over and over and over said to me that Perth is the most beautiful city in the world. So we're very much looking forward to being with you with you. We fly out this morning, so looking forward to be there. Thanks. We look forward to catching up. Uh, and me. Thank you so much, John. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.